There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Let's make our confession of faith together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. God, do what you do when you do how you do it because you do all things well. We're excited that the sequel is going to be better than the original. We're excited that what's ahead is going to be better than what has been. And we have anticipation. Matter of fact, we're not going to wait until we see the sequel. We're going to release praise in advance of the sequel because we know that you take us from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from level to level, and we expect you to outdo yourself. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think. Everybody say, my sequel looks amazing. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. Our series borrows from the 1980 Teddy Pendergrass song, Another Love. Now, what are we doing? We are looking at how we've loved, learning, and then loving better. Listen, it is not a mistake if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. That is, in fact, a choice that you're hoping is going to be different, and that's the clinical definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Here's what I'm excited about for in this building and online. Watch me. You have learned that some of your ways in the past aren't going to get the job done. I'm excited. Watch me. You're sitting next to somebody that recognizes and that realizes the way I used to do some things, I cannot do those things any longer. I've got to make some changes. The year didn't change, but I remain the same. Would you elbow somebody next to you and say, I'm changing, I'm changing. And here's the good news. I may not be where I want to be, but I can thank God I'm not where I used to be. Why? I see progress. Is there anybody on campus or online where you can just give God at least a wave offering for your progress? You don't get mad the way you used to. You don't get angry the way you used to. You don't act a fool the way you used to. You don't get upset about what you used to get upset about. You ain't crying about what you used to cry about. You ain't hollering about what you used to holler about. The people that used to tick you off, you ain't even bothered about that anymore. Come on, everybody open your mouth and say, I'm getting better. Come on. 
Now, we looked at Teddy's lyrics um, because they illustrate how many of us incorrectly love God, incorrectly love people, and incorrectly love ourselves. Now, I use a lot of musical references when I teach about love because a lot of music uh, is, is about love. A lot of movies, there's love that's interjected. Even in action films, they'll throw some type of love relationship or something on, on the inside of the film. The reality is, watch me, is that the problem we have is that most of the music, most of the movies, most of what we hear about love, it teaches us to incorrectly love God, incorrectly love people, and incorrectly love ourselves. Here's the deal. If you do it wrong, you cannot expect a right result. Today's message is called the sequel. Why? Because your next love will be better than your previous in every relationship type. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God says, I'm tired of that first movie. It's time for your sequel to come out. God, dog, this is getting good to me already. Come on, can I just get, and watch me. Your sequel always starts with a two. I, if you don't open up your mouth, come on, somebody say, I'm in my sequel year. I, yeah, and my next 12 are about to be my best 12. You thought I did something amazing. You ain't seen nothing yet. You thought you had broken some curses. You ain't seen nothing yet. You thought you made some money. You ain't seen nothing yet. You thought you were somebody, yada, 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 yada. But you ain't seen nothing yet. Fist bump somebody and tell them it's my sequel. And if they don't get excited, you might need to go sit somewhere else. If you're on chat and somebody doesn't get excited with you, you may need to chat on another platform. Why? This is your sequel. And your sequel's about to be better than your original. Fist bump somebody else around you. Say, this is my sequel. Don't go to them again. Pick a third person. Say, I said this is my sequel. 2022. You about, baby, I'm coming back bigger, better, stronger than I ever was before. Now, now in the Bible, let's go. In the Bible, there's a man that illustrates this concept of the sequel being better. His name is Samson. Mm. Samson shows us that the sequel is better. See, watch me. The Bible teaches us a powerful principle. And that principle is that every number has a spiritual significance. And two is the biblical number of witness, which means you're about to see it. You're about to experience it. Look at me. I need for some of you, watch me. You have only talked the talk. You've never been in position to walk the walk. But this is going to be the first year you're in position to walk that walk. You have only, watch me. You have only prayed it. You've never possessed it. But in 2022, you're going to possess it. Bishop, how can you say that with so much authority? It's very simple. The number prophesies on its own. I don't even have to know anything about what he's going to do except to know that I'm going to witness it for myself. You're about to witness the curses broken. You're about to witness your family getting saved. You're about to witness your business growing. You're about to witness being more spiritual this year than you've ever been before. You're about to witness... Samson shows us that the sequel is better. Somebody say the sequel is better. Now, because some people would argue, well, Bishop, the original is always the best. That's, that's only if you have bad writers. And since he is the author and finisher of your faith, that means God says, when I write your sequel, I'm going to make sure your sequel outperforms your original. I 
the sequel's only not good if you have a bad writing team that's writing the script. But since God is writing the script, I spent the whole month of January teaching you Psalm 37, 23, that he delights in the details of you. God says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set it up so the first few weeks of 2022, they're going to think it's not quite going the way that they want it to go. I'm going to set it up so that they think that they don't quite get the results that they want to get. And God says, but because I'm an amazing writer, right when you think the bottom's about to fall out, I'm going to flip that thing. I I'll preach my own self happy. I'll flip that thing. I will make it happen for you. I'll take you from being the tail to the head, from the bottom to the top, from being overcome to being the overcomer. Somebody say, my sequel looks amazing. Now, when you look at Samson, his name literally in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament, it means mighty one or one who serves God. Somebody say, that sounds like me. Can I tell you how mighty you are? Listen, sometimes you sleep on your might because it's you. And sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize how, how, how great that you actually are. I'm not saying this to help you self-aggrandize or to get arrogant or to get prideful. No, I'm sharing this with you so that you stop asking God to give you what he's given you. He's already made you mighty, so stop asking him for strength. You don't need strength. You just need focus to use the strength you've already been given. Who else could go through what you've been through and still say, I will bless the Lord with Adam? Who else could have people lie on them and yet you still love on people? Who else could have your own flesh and blood do you dirty and betray you and yet you still say, I love family? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I need you to open up your mouth, shout, I'm a mighty one. You're not a punk. You're not a loser. You're not scum. You're not dirt. You're not scum of the earth. You're not a failure. You've had some. You're not a mistake. You've made some. You're not a screw up, although you've done it at some point. You are a Samson. You are a Samsonina. You are a mighty one. His name means mighty one. Pay attention. Or one who serves God. He is born to this man named Manoah. Mm. Say, so that's his daddy. Now pay attention because the story is about to get interesting. Manoah is from a place called Zorah. Zorah in Hebrew, the language of the Old Testament, the language of God. Here's what it means. It means wasps. Pay attention. A wasp is interesting because a wasp, pay attention, a wasp is not just an insect. You ready? A, a, a wasp, pay attention, is a parasite. Now, 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 there's four characteristics of, of wasps. You say, Bishop, why does this matter? Because, because where he was born and who he was born to impacted how he loved. See, for some of you, watch me. This is why you can't just date people and never know anything about their past. This is why you can't be friends with people and not know about, I, I, Bishop, I don't really care about our past. You better. Bishop, I don't really care about his past. You better. Why? Because you need to know if they've been around some parasites. Why? Because it's going to affect the way that they love other people. Where he was born and who he was born through impacted how he loved. So listen, look at this. Zora means wasp. Wasp, watch me, they're a pollinator. Number one, that means they go from, they go from flower to flower taking something with it. See, for some of you, watch me, you have been, become friends with pollinators. They take a look from this relationship, bring it to the next one. Take a look from that one, take it to the next one. Take a look from this one, take it to the next one. Okay, let's get real since you don't want to say that 915. They used so-and-so's credit, made it bad, now they need a new credit. 
They use so-and-so uh, energy and time. Now they need somebody else's energy. But watch me. They needed a car ride. So watch me. Since you at work during the day and they not, they use so-and-so car. Now that you ain't going to let them do it no more, now they're using somebody. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me, but I know I'm talking true. Pollinators, they go from thing to thing, taking something with them. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. I'm going to skip the second one to get to the third for the second time. Third and four. Parasite. A parasite means it feeds on its host. Then watch me, it's a predator. A, a wasp, if you study how, how wasps, particularly the wasp that would have been in this part of the world, they are predators. They will literally hunt down, track down for purposes of using. Parasitoid is very similar in, in that they use other insects to do for them what they won't do for themselves. So, watch me. So, Samson is this mighty one. Samson is this one who serves the Lord. But watch me. But who he was born to and where he was born impacted how he loved. Because, watch me, this means by very nature he's not used to people not being pollinators. He's not used to people not being parasitoids. He's not used to people not being parasites. He's not used to people not being predators, which means he's attracted to projects. If somebody's not using him, he doesn't feel important. And for some of you all, watch me, your desire to be needed is why you keep making bad decisions in your friendships and relationships. Why? Because you've grown up around wasps that use you. And now that you finally have people around you that aren't trying to use you, but they're trying to help you, you'll say that's too good to be true because you're attracted to wasps. You know what wasps do? They sting you. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. And for some of y'all, you've been stung for your last time. I wish there was a few of y'all on campus and online that can say what I've been stung by in my past. Come on, make this declaration. Say, not in my sequel. Oh my God. Say it again. Say, not in my sequel. So here it is. 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 Um, now movies have this thing called a prequel. Okay. A prequel, which means they'll make a movie after the original movie that explains the original. They call it the, here's Samson's prequel, Judges 13, 3. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman. This is his mother. So watch me, pay attention. This is supernatural. This is weird. Now, if, if you've been paying attention in the series that we've been in, you'll understand um, that, that, that weird is not a bad word. In the whole month of January, I explained to you, 2022 is going to be a weird year for you. And I gave you the five different definitions of weird. Let's see if you remember. Number one, doing your assignment. Number two, supernatural. Number three, uncanny. Number four, zany. Number five, creepy. Not negatively, because you're going to say to yourself, is this really happening? So an angel comes to visit his mother, which means, watch me, this is not going to be a natural boy. This is not going to be a natural, uh, let's, let me make it for everybody. This is not going to be a natural child. I wonder the conversations God had with your mother about you before you ever got here. I wonder the conversations God had with your father before you ever got here. I wonder the conversation, watch me, you may think that you got here accidentally, but can I tell you, you were a supernatural sin from heaven. I 
Watch me. This is why you could not be aborted. This is why you could not die early. This is why even when the umbilical cord was, who am I talking to? Wrapped around your neck, you could not die. Oh, I got the Holy Ghost. You ready? The angel of the Lord appeared to the woman. Watch me. And he says to her, behold, you are barren, which means you cannot produce children. Pay attention. No matter how much seed Manoah releases, there is the inability of your reproductive system to take that seed and turn it into anything. But you shall conceive and bear a son, which means I'm about to do something uncanny. This is weird. Which means even though you don't have what it takes to produce, I have chosen you to be how Samson's going to get here. And when Samson gets here, watch me, Samson, look at verse 5, he shall begin to save Israel from the hands of the Philistines, which means I'm sending uh, Samson to the earth on assignment. Well, that's weird too. Watch me. Because God says before he's ever formed, before you all ever lay down to do what's necessary to procreate, I have decided Samson's going to come through you and Samson's going to be about his father's business from when he gets here. Let me help everybody understand how this applies to you. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God says, I knew you and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. What does that mean? I gave you an assignment before I ever gave you a body. Can I tell you, if you still got a pulse, God still has a plan. This is why no matter what the enemy throws at you, you're like the energizer bunny. You just, you just keep going and going and going and going and going. Watch me. And now you made it to your sequel. Oh my God. And your sequel is about to be amazing. I need your faith to stir up. Can I get you to lift your hands and worship God for two seconds for your sequel? Go to your sequel. One. Come on, say my sequel looks amazing. Look at this. He shall begin to save Israel from the hand of the... He's not even a seed yet. But I've chosen him to begin to save Israel from the hand of the Philistines. Now, pay attention to the Philistines because this, this group of people is going to find its way throughout the prequel, the original, and the sequels. Question, what is it that has always been the thing that has always attacked your bloodline that got every last one of them until you? If you don't know who you are, let me introduce you to yourself. Maybe you've not met you. You are the curse breaker in your bloodline. You are the interruption to the dysfunction. I don't care what got your daddy. It's not going to get you. I don't care what got your mama them. It's not going to get you. I don't care what killed your grandmama. It's not going to kill you. Open your mouth. Say, I'm the curse breaker. So here's the original. That's the prequel. Before he ever gets here, God says he's going to be on assignment. And listen, and I'm going to pick somebody weird to send them through. I'm going to pick a woman that they know can't have a child. See, watch, watch me. Never let anybody judge you for your teenage and your 20s and your must. Don't let anybody judge you. Look at somebody and say, don't judge me. Because God will often pick the one you think he shouldn't pick and say, you talked about it like a dog. Now I'm about to use a dog. Y'all not going to say nothing right now. 
You talked about him like a dog and the very one you said I wouldn't use. That's the one I'll pick up. That's the one I'll clean up and that's the one I'll use. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that God does not call those that are qualified, but he calls you and then he'll qualify you on the way. So here's his original, Judges 14, 14. His father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord, for he was seeking an opportunity against the Philistines. So, Bishop, what happens in his original? Samson sees this girl. When he sees this girl, he says, she looks good to me. His mother and father say, could you not find a woman amongst your own people? Ooh, let's talk for a second. Because sometimes, watch me, there are certain unions that God permits because God wants to kill something. Okay. See, for some of y'all, don't let anybody say, I can't believe you. You, uh-uh, you need to say, that's my past. But maybe God had that relationship set up because I was supposed to kill something in that bloodline. I... Why? I'm on assignment since I got here, which means don't you ever let anybody judge you because you had a divorce, because you made some bad, bad uh, mistakes in relationships. What if God allowed this because he wanted an opportunity to take a weapon against the Philistines? What if it was bigger than you? And that's why when you look back, you're like, I don't even know why I did it. But what if God says, I want some children to come out of this that are going to be curse breakers. And I need your child to carry that name. I need your child to carry that bloodline. I'm about to birth a Joseph and I need somebody in that bloodline to do it. Open up your mouth and say, the Lord sought an opportunity. Come on. There's certain relationships from your past. The Lord says, I'm behind this one. And even though it's not going to work out the way you want it to, I'm the one that bought me. I set it up and I put it together and then I'm the same one that broke it up. I just needed to use them to get you to God. I just needed to use them to get you to worship. I... And the Lord sought an opportunity. Oh my God. I can stop preaching right there and we can shout. Because some of y'all are looking back over your past with regret. Open your mouth say, no regrets. Say, the Lord sought an opportunity. Come on. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Look at me. Look at me. His mother and father said, can't you find a good Hebrew woman? He said, I don't want no Hebrew woman. I want her. I want her. It was like a key set song. You got it. I'm trying to give him the bass line. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. The Lord says, I'm letting him, listen closely to me, I'm letting him be attracted. And the attraction doesn't even make sense. Because when you look back now, you're like, why did I even? I don't have nobody in here. Come on, you two, come on. You're like, why was I even attracted? And God says, I gave you that taste for that season because I, I sought an opportunity. There's some stuff I needed to do that was bigger than you. 
Wow. Thanks for coming to church. Have a good day. I can start right there. I can start right there. Because I don't need you to feel bad about any of your past relationships. Why? Because you just need to say, and the Lord sought an opportunity. And the Lord used me as a vessel. Well, Bishop, there was some abuse involved, but you survived the abuse. What if the Lord needed you to see you are a survivor? What if the Lord needed you to see that you can take a lick and keep up? What if the Lord wanted to anoint you to be able to help other women get out of domestic violence situations? What if the Lord sought an opportunity? Let's go. Let's go. The Philistines... On the time of, at the time of their wedding, the Bible says she invites her people. Who are her people? The Philistines. He invites his people, Hebrews. You ready? Said you ready? <clears throat> Samson gives them this riddle. Um, and when he gives them this riddle, um, he, he gives this riddle to the Philistines. And they're sitting there, and they're mad because they can't figure the riddle out. This Philistine woman, who is now his wife, Pay attention. They tell her to get the answer to his riddle. Pay attention. But her loyalty wasn't to him. It was to them. But remember who's behind it? The Lord. Uh Uh-oh. What if God orchestrated some of the betrayal you've been through to teach you how to never put your faith in a person? I'll trust you, but my faith is reserved for God. I'll trust you, but I'm going to verify. I'll trust you, but baby, my faith is only in God. No person. Y'all still with me? Look at verse 17. She tells the riddle to her people. Now, that's interesting because this is his original. This is his original. We read his prequel. This is his original. The Bible says she tells the riddle to her people. Well, watch me. You ready? How did we know that this was going to have an issue? Because look at what the scripture says. Her people. When y'all were married, it should have been your people. Two flesh become one, which means was your, who are your people or my people, who are my people or your people. But watch me. There's already division in the first seven days. Y'all still here? There's already, you do your thing, I'll do my thing in the first seven days. There's no unity in this relationship up front. But remember, the Lord sought an opportunity against the Philistines. What are you trying to get me to see, Bishop? That God is so into the details of you that there's some things that when you look back, you kick yourself. And God is like, no, I need you not to kick yourself. I was teaching you what to look for in your sequel. I'm going to throw this mic across this whole stuff. I was teaching you what to look for in your sequel. Because there are certain lessons you will not be taught, so they have to be caught. You won't listen to certain people's wisdom. You won't listen to your man of God. So now you got to get married and have a horrible relationship. And now it's got to end, so next time you'll listen. Huh? Verse 20. Here's where this one gets really, really, like, you should read your Bible. The Bible is way more lit than any social media, the shade room, all that. Look what happened. And Samson's wife was given to his best man. Watch me, by his father. 
I mean, I can't say it no better. Say it again. Everybody do it on three. One, two, three. Watch me. Watch me. Some of y'all, watch me. You have to be okay. You ready? That some of your story might have scandal. Do not be so into trying to impress people that what ends up happening is that you, watch me, is that you end up trying to erase the scandalous parts, not realizing that's what makes the story valuable in the first place. Let's keep it 100. How many of us, watch me, when you watch a movie, you don't just want to watch the movie and everything was good and everything went great in the end. I'm not sitting up watching that for two hours. Show me some scan. What? Show me Eve's Bayou. He ain't working every night. Show me some. Show me some scan. That's why people love reality TV because they craft all of the scandal. I told you I was approached by a network and they said, we want you to get with certain such person on this particular show. And I said, but I don't like her. They said, it doesn't matter. It's the narrative. And said, and we'll use this to spin you off and have your own show. I said, well, hey, baby, how you doing? Not this plan. I'm just, I'm just be quiet. I, I'm just playing. I did not do that. I did not do that. That's why so many people love reality TV. Why? Because when you see it, you're like, ooh, see, I can't stand her. You have whole narratives based on people, based on characters that they're playing that are called reality TV personalities. All right? Let me prove it to you. Real Housewives Atlanta. Who do you remember? Nene, love you, Nene. We're gonna be in Atlanta soon. Come see me Friday, February 18th. When you think of any show, you think of the one that's those are characters that are crafted. Pay attention to this. Look at me, look at me. You ready? Bible says Samson's wife was given to his best man by his father. Because his father, what happens is he gets so angry, he leaves. And when he leaves, he, once he cools down, pay attention, he comes back. Once he's ready to now have relationship, his father said, well, I thought you were mad at her. I thought you hated her. He said, no, I'm about to go into my wife. He said, I'm about to, we're about to, you know, have some makeup time. And, and his father said, don't go in there. I've given her away to somebody else. So watch me. So now he's angry. Now watch me. He, he reinforces where he grew up, pollinators, parasitoids, parasites, predators. Why? Because his father now has taken the one that he loved and gotten in the middle of the relationship. I'm going to say it again because you missed it. His family got in the middle of the relationship. I'm going to say it a third time until you act like you heard me. And his mama them, and his cousins them, and his friend them got in the middle of the relationship. So now he doesn't trust her, and now he doesn't trust his blood. That's his original. Here's his first sequel. This one came out right afterwards. Because this is a short sequel. This is like a 60-minute sequel. You ready? Judges 16 and 1. There he saw a prostitute and laid down with her. Samson said, turn out the lights. Close the door. But for what? Can't say no more. Look at me. 
Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Samson's sequel. Pay attention. His first sequel. Oh, because listen, listen, listen. Here's the two. Watch me. Sometimes to get to the right sequel, you have to have multiple sequels. This is why I never need you to feel discouraged. If the chapter right now is not that good, just keep turning the page. Why? The chapter's about to change. I need you to elbow somebody next to you and just tell them, say the chapter's about to change. There, where is there? Gaza is where he went. And the Hebrew meaning of Gaza means in a place of strength. Watch me. So he begins, watch me. He leaves his original where his father has now given his wife to his best man and his wife, her loyalty was with the Philistines and not with him. And, and, and now he's dealt with all of that. So now he says, I'm not doing love. I'm doing sex. Come on, I need y'all to, watch me. If we don't talk about this in church, you're going to be informed by TikTok. And I don't need you... I don't need you informed by TikTok and YouTube about this. We have to talk about this in church. Can I get you to elbow somebody and say, we have to talk about it? How many people have been hurt? And you don't have to raise your hand, but you've been hurt. And after you've been hurt, you were like, oh, no, I ain't doing love no more. I'm not doing emotions. I'm not doing feelings. What we're doing is sex. It's quiet in this building. I wonder if my chat, let me pull my chat up. Is my chat quiet? Watch me. Let's take it beyond romantic relationships. I'm not trusting anybody anymore. Mm -mm. So no, they want to go to lunch, but they better have their own money. How do you want the bill? Three separate ones, three separate ones. I ain't paying for you. Three separate ones, three separate ones. I don't pay for people's food no more. Last friend I paid for their food, they did me dirty. So his first sequel is that he thought strength was just sex. I love the fact that she takes it and makes it churchy. Well, well, is there anybody? You got to go. <laughs> That's sequel number one. That was like a 60-minute sequel. Probably 22 minutes. Uh, 15. Listen. His next sequel. Say sequel number two. I want you to pay attention to the count. Original. First sequel. Now here's, here's the second sequel, which is the third in sequence. You ready? Judges 16 and 4. This is where his story gets really scandalous. This is a three-part lifetime series. Starts on Monday, finishes on Wednesday. After this, after what? After his encounter with old girl from verse 1. Bible doesn't even name her. There are certain people, watch me, you cared so little you can't even remember their names. Where are the honest people at? I know this is a 915. I normally don't get this real at the, at the 915. There are certain people, when you see them, you're like, I don't, they look familiar. I don't know. I and they'll walk up to you, don't remember me? No, I don't remember you. Because you were attached. I was just trying to hit it and quit it. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. This is a little too real for the 915. There are certain friends, you'd be like, who? They text you and they, their name's not even saved in your phone anymore. And they're like, hey, how you doing? Who is this? 
You don't have my number saved? No. And if you don't tell me who you are in the next text, we're going to go to black. It's going to go from blue to green. That's so why I got it on today, because some of y'all need to realize, you need, watch me, some of y'all need to send them texts from blue Apple users and block them and make it green. I, listen, Apple users understand that. Android users, your texts are always green. We don't know you got it or not. We have to guess, because it's green. And blue is the royal priesthood. That's the color of the royal priesthood. Huh? Know your Bibles. <laughs> Amen. Here we go. Judges 16.4. After this, I want you to pay attention to this one line. He loved the woman. Stop. So now he opens himself up. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to be a player no more. Because I found someone to live my life for. I ain't a player. I just crush a lot. He says, he loved the woman. Nowhere in this Bible does it ever say she loved him. Be careful that you're in at a level they're not. It's every relationship type. Don't be a gallon and they're only this much. They can't handle the gallon that you are. And for some of you, you keep saying, well, I'm just going to water it down. I mean, no, you just need to find you another gallon and step watering down who you are. Stop reducing who you are because I can't find nobody good. It's seven billion people on this planet. Somebody can handle you. Somebody can hold you. You ready? After this, we got to go. He loved a woman. Where did he love her? Watch me. This story is so good. Where did he love her? When he was in a low place. Rebound. Look at the screen. He loved this woman in the valley, which means he feels lonely and she is available. <laughs> Make sure you don't have people in your life that the only reason that you got picked is because you were the only reason that showed up to the audition. God, dog. Uh. He loved a woman in this low place, this valley of Sorek. Sorek means choice, which means he's like, I have limited choices because I'm in this valley. Interestingly enough, can I go here? This is something I'd say for the 1115. 915, y'all's worship get, get me in the 1115 spirit. You ready? You ready? Denver means valley. Uh-oh. He says, I made a low choice because I was in a low place with few options. And for some of y'all, you got to be careful that you don't let the city that you're in make you make low choices because you feel like you have few options. This is bigger than relationships. This is friends. Watch me. This is business. This is career. I need you to open up your mouth and say, my God has options. Come on. I need you to praise God. Watch me. That in your sequel, you're going to have better options than you did in your original. Whoa. He loved this woman in the valley of Sarek. Her name is Delilah. Now it names her because Delilah's name in Hebrew, her name, the language of our Old Testament, it means one who weakens or makes poor. Which means when you hook up with her, she's going to weaken you. 
And watch me. And you're not going to see yourself improve. You are going to see yourself decrease. Question, if you look at the people that you have in your life, are they Delilah's and Delilah's? Delilah's, you understand? They lie low. You're not going to hear You got to be careful because if your being in my life doesn't add to me, you're a Delilah. He that does not increase you, they decrease you. He that does not multiply you, they divide you. And you're not having any dividers. Oh, by the way, Philistine means dividers. You're not having any dividers in your life this year. You're not having subtractors in your life. Open up your mouth and do this and say, Lord, send me people that add to me. And I add to them. Tell them, say, send me people that multiply me. And I multiply them. No Delilahs and no Delilahs. That's the masculine version. You ready? Look at me. Verse 5. The Philistines, there they go again. His, look at me. Please catch this. His whole assignment was to defeat them. So what the enemy does is his whole life. Watch me. They are attacking him through his relationships. Some of you need to look back over your relationships and say, what is it that's been after me since I got here? What is it that's been trying to take me down since I was born? What is it that's been, because his whole life, it's been these Philistines, and Philistines means dividers, invaders. They're an invasive species. They come into a region that doesn't belong to them, and then they poison the region with what they are. Some of you used to love until you met a Philistine. Some of you used to love God until you married a Philistine. If your spouse pulls you from God, your spouse is from hell. Y'all not going to say that to me? I said it and I'll say it again. If your spouse pulls you away from God, your spouse is a whole devil. Tweet that. Is what it is. You ready? The Philistines came up to her and said, seduce him. Now remember, remember in his, in his original, he gave them a riddle they couldn't figure out. So since then, they've not liked him. But he was too strong for them to take down. You know you're dangerous when there's a whole group of folk trying to take you down. Why it take all of y'all for one of me? Oh my God. I wish some of y'all would stop thinking you're so low and realize your enemy sees you as a child. Why it take all of you jokers to try to come against one of me? Maybe I'm not the one that should be scared. Maybe you are scared. It took all five of them girls on your job to come against you. It took the whole department to come against you. It took every super. It took all of them to come against one of you. You must be somebody. Fist bump somebody say, you must be somebody. Tell them. On chat, type it in the comment. You must be somebody. They said, we can't come up on him direct. Here we go. We can't come up on him direct. So seduce him and see where his great strength lies. Because we've not been able. Look at me. Please listen to me. Because for some of you all, these are the conversations that were had in the spirit about you. 
She's too strong, so let's find out what makes her weak. I get so weak I can hardly speak. I lose all control, and something takes over me. Stop! Get up! Get up! I need you to stop getting knocked off your feet. And I need you to get up and I need you to make it happen. Come on, everybody shout, get up! Say, make it happen. Say it again, say, get up! Make it happen. Let's go. Here we go. That much you knocked off your feet. If you don't get up, here we go. Seduce him. Seduce her so we can find where his great strength lies and what by, what by what means we may overpower him so we may bind him to humble him. Watch me. And we will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. He was in a relationship. She was in a transaction. Be careful in every relationship type, friendships, that be careful that you're not relational and they're transactional. Because you will give a level of loyalty that they don't have to you because, watch me, I pay attention to this. I, I pay attention to it where it's transactional. Why? Because, because I, I don't need to give relational love to transactional people. Because relational love means we'll have multiple transactions, but our love is bigger than a transaction. Transactional love says the only time we're good is when I'm doing something for you. See, relational people, watch me, they'll say, you know what, we had a misunderstanding, but we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. Matter of fact, we're about to talk and figure it out. But transactional says, we had a misunderstanding, and I'm done. Why? Because of what misunderstanding with your transactional loving behind? You ready? Verse 15, he said, she said to him, how can you say I love you? Pay attention, girl got game. No diggity, no doubt. She's got game. Look at her game. How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? At no point. Listen, because Delilah like, what I'm not going to do is lie. Delilah said, I ain't said I loved you. You said you love me. How can you say you love me and your heart is not with me? You've mocked me this three times and not told me where your great strength lies. So what happens, Bishop? Three times he says, Samson, where's your strength lie? He'd tell her, and then the Philistines would come try to kill him. How many times? Three. For three times. Three times. Three times. Somebody say three times. Three Verse 15. Three times. Jesus. Three times. How many times? Three How many times? Three How many times does it take for you to see what's clear and still act like you didn't see it? How many times do you need to be shown that they could care less? How many times do you need to be shown that that's not a friend? How many, yeah, it's quiet in this building tonight. Look at somebody next to you and say, how many times does it take? Verse 17, Bible says she wore him down. Bible says she vexed him to death. 
she kept asking to the point to where Samson was like, God, no! Come on. All right. Now, ladies um, and gentlemen, gentlemen, hmm? ladies and gentlemen, all right, you ready? How many of us can be honest that sometimes there are people you love, any relationship type, that put your hand down. You don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> He's like, I know what it is, Bishop. How many of you And watch me. And they will bug you to, you get to the point, what it, what it, do whatever you want. Here you go, just take it, just take it. They've sent you 342 TikToks, 418 scriptures, 312 links, 55 emails, and had 17 conversations lasting an hour and a half each. Bible says she wore him down. Say she wore him down. All right, watch me. She wore him down. Look at verse 17. And he told her all that was in his heart. Everything that was in his heart. Everything that was in his heart. Everything that was in his heart. He told it to her. Because he thought if she cares this much, she's going to do it right. Don't confuse inquiry with, with caring. Some people are only asking questions to get in your business. They're not asking because they care. That's why you got to be careful for people who are extra nosy. Now, you ask too many questions that ain't got nam nothing to do with you. Nam is what I said. Verse 21. So it's, here we go. Fourth time. And we're at four. We're at the door. Here's the problem. It's the wrong door. Why? Because the Bible says this time the Philistines, they got him. Because he said, my strength lies in my hair. He says, if you cut my hair and shave my hair, he was a Nazarite. If you shave my hair, my strength will be gone. He said, I'll be like any other square. He said, I'll be like any other regular man. Literally, that's what he said. He said, I'll be like any other regular or natural man. He says, what gives me my strength is that I've allowed something to grow uninterrupted. What gives me my strength is that I'm consistent. Come on. What gives me my strength is that I'm dependable. What gives me my strength is that I have the ability to see something through. It wasn't about the hair. It's about the fact that he didn't interrupt the flow of his hair. And for some of you all, watch me, you were consistent until you got hurt. You were consistent until something negative happened. You were faithful until... And what happened? The Philistines seized him. He snatched him up. And this time, watch me, he, he says to himself, I'll just shake myself free like I have every other time. Watch me. But the Bible records that this time, he didn't know that the Lord had left him. You can get so strong that you don't even realize he's not the source of your strength anymore. Look at me. Bible says they seized him. Say seized him. Come here. You're going to be Samson. Come on. Real fast, Samson. Got to run, Samson. I got three minutes, Samson. Come on, Samson. And uh, 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 come here. You're going to be the Philistines. Come on, Philistines. Come on. She said, yeah, Lord. All right. Come on. Come on. Come on. Woo. And sometimes even when the enemy tries to get you, won't the Lord make your enemy fall while he's trying to mess with you? 
Come on, Philistines. You all right? Lord, touch. Okay. <laughs> you shouldn't have tried to mess with Samson. I pray. You ready? I'm seriously going to go up. Watch me. I pray every enemy that's trying to come after you, that what you just saw in the natural, that you see in the spirit, while they're trying to come after you, I pray they fall. I pray every hater fall. I pray every enemy fall. I pray every setup fall. I pray every person that comes against you. I pray they fall. Watch me this week. I need you to release a praise right there. Like every enemy is about to fall. Come on, open your mouth. Say, Lord, make every enemy fall. Say, do it this week. I pray that whatever company came against you shuts down this Oh, we got authority in the spirit. I pray that every person that lied on you, that the lie be shut down this week. I pray that every person hoped you would die, that what they hoped for you comes on them when this. And no weapon that's formed against you shall be able to prosper. Just want somebody next to you and say, no weapon form will work. Here it is. We got to go. So they seize him. Seize him. Okay. Seize him. Put the scripture up. Then they, then they gouge his eyes out. Close your eyes. Oh, okay, this is good. I've been practicing. That's good. Look, they competing for the, uh, for the Oscar. That's what they're doing. This is good. Oh, the Tony. You can beat for the Tony. Okay. <laughs> they brought him down to Gaza and bound him with brown shackles. Watch me. And now he lives his life on the grind. What are you doing? He's saying, and he ground meal in the prison. So now, watch me. How you doing? I'm just grinding. Same, same, new, new day, same grind. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. God's about to interrupt your grind. Woo! God's about to interrupt your grind. I said, God's about to interrupt your grind. I said, God's about to interrupt your. Open your mouth, say, He's interrupting my normal grind. Say, because it's time for the final sequel. So his original, pay attention. Then sequel one is the prostitute. Sequel three is Delilah. Here's sequel four. When you get to four, you're at a door. It's a biblical principle. When you see fours in your life, it's 1044. When you see fours in your life, it means God says, I'm about to create a door, create an opening and create an opportunity. Create a door, create an opening, and create an opportunity. I know you're like, Bishop, there's no way this can happen. Get to four. All I need you to do is last. All I need you to do is last until you get to four. Because when you get to four, God says, I'll make a way out of no way. I'll create a door where there was no door. I'll Everybody throw up a four. Come on, online, you type and say, I'm at four. His original, sequel one, sequel two. Sequel three. Here it is. Judges 16 and 22. Come on out. You can let him go. Uh, now he's, 
he's, he's locked up. And he, look at me, he's by himself. Look at me, he's single. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. No friends. Look at me, married but feels single. Because marriage doesn't necessarily remove loneliness. That's an internal issue. You ready? You ready? So the Bible says he's locked up in the Philistines prison, grinding day in and day out. But Let me see if I can get Facebook and YouTube to say it like I wanted them to say it. And y'all can join them too. But. Mm -mm. Can I get everybody on three? One, two, three. But. So the enemy thought he had you cornered in. He's like, I got you, Samson. Because who was Samson supposed to take down? The Philistines. Who, who has he failed to take down his whole life up until this point? The Philistines. You ready? But. Twenty twenty two, God says, I've got a but. And it's got your name all over it. Come on, y'all, I'm over time. I need you to help me do this. I need you to prophesy to somebody and look at them and just say, but. Tap that on the screen, but. Oh my God, say it again, say, but. Say it again, say, but. The hair of his head. Remember, it wasn't about the hair. It was about what the hair represented. The hair represented strength. So while he was grinding, he learned consistency again. While he was grinding, he learned faithfulness again. While he was grinding, he learned how to love him absent somebody else loving him. While he was grinding, he learned how to do it with no friends, with no support, with no help. He learned how to sit at the house all day long in the middle of a coronavirus pandemic and learn how to love him some him. He learned how to do what he needed to do for himself because he was always waiting on somebody else to do for him what he could do for himself. I need you to open your mouth and say, but my strength began to grow again. And for some of y'all, your strength is growing again. Your love is growing again. Your faith is growing again. I'm glad you were isolated. You needed to be isolated so you could grow. You needed to be betrayed so you could grow. You needed to go through some things so you could grow. Everybody say, my strength began to grow again. Here it is, last verse, verse 28. This is the first time in the scripture you see Samuel pray. It doesn't mean that he didn't. It just means this is the first time it's recorded what he said. What if you needed what happened to you? Because it's what made you spiritual. See, until your heart was broken, you put your little relationship over God, over everything else. And then once your little heart got broke, all of a sudden, Lord, help. It's quiet in this building. So Samson called to the Lord and said, Oh, Lord God, please remember me. And please strengthen me only this once. That I may be avenged on the Philistines 
Look at me. For his eyes. Here's the problem with this prayer. The, Lord, the Bible says that the Lord gives him the strength. He kills more Philistines that day than his whole life. But watch me. But his prayer was too low. He said, I only want to be avenged. Close your eyes. You can't look at me now. Your eyes are gouged. He says, I only want to be, look at me, avenged. This means I only want, pay attention, 915. Y'all getting 1115 oil. I only want, watch me, I only want to get them back. He never prayed for recompense, which is when God pays you back for what they did in the first place. Samson said, I only want to get even. Look at me. If you get even, nobody wants to come see your sequel. Some of you only want a relationship because you want to show them, look, I got somebody. No, it ain't trying to prove nothing to somebody else. It's I'll get the relationship and the money. Y'all ain't going to send that to me? I'll get the relationship and I'll be more spiritual and I'll be more healthy. Open your mouth say, I got to raise my prayer. I don't just want vengeance. Say, I want recompense. Pay me back. Sequel 2022. This is the year of your sequel. And what's ahead of you will be better than what's been behind you. On campus and online, if you're not a Christian, this is your moment to give your life to the Lord. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him. This is an opportunity for you to recommit yourself to the Lord. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure wherever you're at, on three, in this building, I'm going to ask that you raise your hand online. I'm going to ask that you do the hand with emoji or type, it's me. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Come on, Samson. Come on, Samson. Come on, Samsonina. Come on, Samsonetta. Come on. You will love better in your next 12 than you've ever loved. You will not just get your eyes back, you'll get your life back better than it was. You'll not just find amazing people to be around, but watch me, but watch me, those people are gonna not want anything from you. They're gonna be people that wanna help you and you help them. No more leeches, no more parasites, no more negative cycles and circles, please. One, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, two. On three, online, do the hand emoji in this building. Just raise your hand. I just want to see you so I can pray with you. One, two, three, if that's you, raise your hand. If you're in this building or online, do the hand emoji and say it's me. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. I'm in my sequel. Say it again. Say, I'm in my sequel. This is good to me. Say it again. We're over time, but can I just get you to make that a chant right there? Come on, say, I'm in my sequel. I'm in my sequel. Come on, go. Let the enemy know. Let your past know. Let the devil know. Let everybody know. Look at somebody tell them, I'm in my, I'm in my, I'm in my, 
Come on, say it. I'm in my. Come on, 915. Come on, Twitter. Come on in the app. Come on, Twitch. I'm in my sequel. Listen, pray this prayer. Say, it is so. In Jesus' name. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, text the word decision to 877-552-4746 or scam that QR code. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.